So you're thinking of becoming a freelance web developer and you're wondering, what should I sell? What's currently more in demand? What's currently going to bring you the most profit? What's going to allow you to get your business up and running in the shortest amount of possible without having a portfolio yet? Well, in this video, we're going to cover all this, how to get started, how to choose what to sell, how to get started with lead generation and how to build your business from there. What are the different business structures and business models that are available to you as a potential freelance web developer to get started in the most efficient way possible. So for those who may not know who I am or why you should listen to me, I've started with freelance web development in 2008 and I've built a successful agency since then and helped hundreds of other people do the same. Before we start, hit the subscribe button and the bell notification icon so you get more tutorials for free on how to become a freelance web developer. If you're watching on YouTube, there are timestamps in the description below that will allow you to skip to the part that's most interesting to you. However, I do recommend that you watch the entire video because it'll give you the context that you need to make the right decision for your business, which is very high leverage. So the first thing we're gonna talk about is should you focus on platform should you do custom and which platforms or which types of freelance web development should you offer? In the last year and a half, what's been going on is there are certain industries within the big giant web development industry that have been growing because people are sitting at home, they're buying online, they're buying through e-commerce, they're going into websites and clicking the buy button. So what's been going on is a lot of web agencies have been heavily focused on delivering e-commerce web development. What are some of the best e-commerce web development platforms as of right now? The number one in terms of profitability and the number one in terms of what we like to focus on is currently still Shopify. I have quite a few videos about that. Outside of Shopify, there are actually other platforms that are available like WooCommerce, Wix, WooCommerce is part of WordPress, by the way, and uh, Squarespace and other such platforms. They're very popular alongside Shopify. However, Shopify tends to come on top when you're making a choice. If you do have a lot of experience and a great portfolio already with things like WordPress, maybe WooCommerce is a better solution just because it'll be easier to start. However, we found that the best paying clients tend to be Shopify buyers because for whatever reason, those are the e-commerce stores that have a lot of potential and people are really focused on Shopify from day one almost. So if that's not the case and you're finding a lot more leads in other platforms like Squarespace or even Wix, if you're not even a developer, you can do Wix. For platforms like Wix, they even offer partnerships where they send you leads if you pay them $700 per month and you apply to their partnership program and get approved. They send you leads, hundreds of leads per month if you're an established agency, if you can prove to them that you're an established agency. So those are just some of the opportunities out there. We'll also discuss other ways of getting leads later in this video. But should you do custom or should you use platforms if you're offering web development? In my opinion, you should definitely focus on offering platform-based solutions and not try to do, you know, HTML, PHP, whatever, custom web development, because no one really does that anymore. And buyers, they don't have the patience of sitting there and waiting forever for you to finish a fully custom website. By the way, the custom people that are watching this, you know, I'm sorry, you know, I, you can still offer custom and some clients will buy it. It's just not the main thing to sell right now. It's not the main thing that's in demand. Buyers have become savvy to the point where they have a preference to one of these platforms. You can move them from one platform to another platform, but getting them from a platform to fully custom from scratch, that's not really a thing anymore. That was a thing like 20 years ago. So as I promised in the title of this video, how do you actually get retention with web development? There are several ways of doing this. The best way that I found is to offer partnerships to clients. 
What is the business plan they're gonna follow over the next five to 10 years that is gonna allow them to get to their business goals? And who are they gonna partner up with for their tech and marketing needs that will allow them to grow to that level? How can you build a multi-year partnership with your buyers so they spend tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars on your services? That's the type of question you should be asking yourself when selling web development packages because you can build long-term relationships, not just here's a website, see you never. You can even upsell them things like hosting, although that's not usually what I recommend, but I've been told by some of the people that I work with that 20% of their multi-million dollar revenue comes from hosting. You can buy hosting in bulk and then resell it as managed hosting and then do very minimal monthly maintenance on hosting platforms that will allow you to take a very large profit on hosting. People have become savvy and they know they can go to HostGator or Namecheap or any of those hosting platforms. But to be honest, it is quite annoying to deal with hosting platforms. It is better to just deal with a human and pay more and know that your website is gonna be up 100% of the time almost. And you always have someone to call on a phone or email and get a response from someone who's on your team and not on the hosting platforms team. So they don't, you don't even know who they are. So sometimes it does make sense for clients to pay five, 10 times more just to have someone on your on their team that takes care of all the system admin work. That being said, there are other services like marketing services, like lead generation and uh, also CRO conversion rate optimization and other and UI UX that needs to be improved over time. Those are the types of services you can upsell and keep selling to clients to maintain relationships and to have long retention cycles with clients and long lifetime value cycles. So to summarize, you can sell one-off solutions like web development, or you can position yourself as someone who's gonna work with them long-term, provide them or help provide them a business plan and then work with them as a partner, right? As a te technology partner or a web development partner or a web marketing partner, if you will. Another solution you can use, which I usually don't recommend, but this is for some types of agencies out there that have access to a wide range of talent that they can easily source, preferably in a real life office, although you can also do this remotely. But the solution that I'm suggesting sometimes to some people is to white label themselves, to offer their service on a white label basis. Basically, you have a team of people and there's a constant flow of developers, of designers, of marketers, and you're selling their time. They're sitting in an office, you're paying them for their time. Usually it's gonna be in countries where it's a little bit cheaper to hire them. And then you sell their time to companies in high net worth countries, high net worth you know, businesses, to high net worth businesses who don't wanna deal with tech. They just wanna use your company as a remote department for tech and marketing. You offer what's called outservicing services, where you sell the time of a group of freelancers or staff members as a remote team for companies on a partnership level. How is this white label? Well, it's white label when they resell it to other companies. When your service is being resold under a different company's brand name, then it's white labeling. So another thing you can do is actually the opposite. As a small business owner or as a freelancer or a small agency with a very small crew or sometimes no crew at all, no staff members at all, you can actually use larger agencies that offer out white label services to offer any amount of services you want to your clients. 
Now, these white label agencies, if you have the right deal with them, if you have the right relationship that you maintain with the right contract, will deliver a number of services to your clients. So your business becomes being a middleman that sells multiple services of white label agencies under your own brand, where the contract is under your brand, the invoices are under your brand, but all the delivery and client maintenance, client communication for 95% plus of the time is done by the white label agencies. You can contact larger agencies that will be happy to white label their teams to you. So you don't have to source teams or client manager or anything. They're just really good at this stuff and you just basically pay them whatever it is. Usually it's like 50-50 and they'll do the work with your clients where you collect 50% of the money being made. Just a quick disclaimer, using white label agencies has its own set of problems and it's hard to control quality. You really need to know how to negotiate, maintain relationships with the white label agencies you use because essentially they're almost like your client because you're maintaining relationships with them instead of with your actual clients that are paying you. So it's a different business model and it's a different level of complexity, which is usually more than just offering the service yourself. So be careful with this. Even though it sounds easy, you don't do the work, someone else manages a client for you. It needs to be done where you maintain the right to bill your clients and get referrals from your clients. And they don't because otherwise they'll, they'll just take all your clients. So be very careful with using white label agencies. You need to know exactly what you're doing. Don't do this if you're a beginner. So the benefit of using white label agencies to help you with delivery is, it just allows you to scale really fast. Once you have a few good partners, you can offer three, four, five services that you upsell one after the other. Actually, the agencies help you with that as well. They'll tell you when leads are ready to buy the next service. And you're able to scale really fast because they have large teams. You can scale from you know twenty-five to eighty thousand dollars in eight, nine months. I've seen this happen already in uh, in BMI. So next up, we're gonna talk about how to do lead generation for beginners. Because for all the things that we talked about in this video, you need to have access to leads that are ready to buy, that are serious about buying, that have money. And you know, 20 to 30% of those leads need to be high quality. For this, we use a platform called Upwork. There's also Fiverr and other platforms. Upwork has actually recently grown to be a fairly large company. It's close to $10 billion right now. They're not there yet. This is not financial advice, by the way. I'm also not affiliated with Upwork in any way. But what you can do is you can register an account on Upwork and you'll find there's a huge amount of leads. These guys do an amazing job generating leads for their platform, clients for their platform. And if you can get an account on there and you can start offering services as an agency, you'll find that it's fairly easy compared to other places on the internet, like having your own website, to get leads and sales on Upwork. So I highly recommend checking it Upwork and checking out how you can get leads on there. For this, I have a whole video sequence, which is in the description here on YouTube. Check it out, it'll teach you how to use Upwork properly as a lead generation tool, which is very different from using it as a freelancer, by the way. So definitely check out those videos. There's a distinct difference and you'll definitely wanna do it the right way and not just try to get on there and get this approved and you know not get any sales. So definitely check out the videos in the description on how to generate leads as a freelance web developer.